0: Ladies First Disc Golf is the most comprehensive retailer for women's disc golf needs. With over 55 star reviews on Google and Facebook, listen to what their customers have to say. Claire R. says, great products even better customer service. I love all things Ladies Disc Golf and was really excited to discover Ladies First Disc Golf. I received my first order quickly and with the sweetest personalized note. I am thrilled to support women in disc golf in a new way. If you are looking for stylish and comfortable disc golf apparel and discs for women disc golfers of all skill levels, Ladies First Disc Golf has your needs covered. Visit ladiesfirstdiscgolf.com and use the code LOTC20 at checkout to get free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Hey, everyone. I want to make sure that you are still aware that we have two events left in the Heartland Women's Series. Of course, this has been a really weird year, um, but there are two really fun, exciting events coming up that I want you to know about. So on September 19th, we've got the Shooting Stars Ladies Open in Lincoln, Nebraska. And then on October 3rd and 4th, we have the Emporia Ladies Open in Emporia. Um, So yeah, if you can make it out to those, please know that they are happy happening, you can get uh, registered on discgolfscene.com. Welcome to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. Joining me today are my friends, Stephanie Roberts. Steph, how you doing? Good, good. Glad to be here. <laughs> and my friend, Crispy and Paul. Crispy and how are you? Oh, so I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing all right. So, <laughs> we've got kind of a special episode today, and we're we're going to talk about disc golf and sexism. Yay! So fun, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, we get asked all the time, why do we think that there aren't more women playing disc golf? And this is the elephant in the room. Um, and I've we've talked about it a little bit. You know, on the podcast before, and I think I've been a little hesitant in recent years to really dive in um, because, on the w- on the one hand, the disc golf community is a really fantastic place, and by and large, um, I would. I'll see if you guys agree with me. I mean, my experiences have been extremely positive, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And certainly. there's always this kind of fear if we bring in the negative that that somehow <clears throat> dilutes the positive, and it, and it's not that it's just this really does need to be talked about um so we're going to talk about it today and a couple things up front here if you have your own media platform and you're listening right now whether that's you have your own podcast your own blog your own website whatever the case may be i really really encourage you to take up this topic there are lots and lots of women that want to talk about this. There are touring pro women that want to talk about this. There are men that want to talk about this. And we're not going to get to all of it today on our, our little little old podcast here. Um, so, yeah, I would encourage you to, to look into this yourselves. Um, I also want to give a trigger warning. Uh, we're probably going to get into some discussion that may be triggering for people that um, talk about sexual harassment and sexual abuse is triggering for and if that's you I want you to know that we love you we see you you are so not alone and it's it's okay for you to to walk away from this podcast right now Um, we do have an interview up front that I would encourage you to listen to I think you'll be fine with that Um, but then after that if you want to just turn it off for this episode that is okay with us Um, and again we we love you and your emotional and mental health are of the utmost importance to us. All right. So let's talk about kind of what made this our topic and kind of what happened this last week. So there is a Disc golfer Women Facebook group that all three of us have been a part of um, for a while now. And a sort of newer disc golfer um from Germany, Sarah Krieg made a post calling out some of the comments that she was seeing on a Jomez post. And she had screenshotted them and she just was looking for an outlet, a place to be like, hey, is you know, what's up with this? And the outpouring of comments on this post was a lot, the most I've ever seen. Um, So I actually got a chance to to talk with Sarah about this post. And so uh, let's listen to that interview real quick and then we'll come back and start our discussion. Joining me now is Sarah Krieg and and Sarah, you made a post in the Disc Golf for Women Facebook group yesterday and in my four years, at least in that group, I have never seen a post so commented on um, because I think you really touched on something really important here that rings true for lots and lots of women. Uh, so yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that post and why you made it? Sure.
2: First of all, thanks for having me. Um, this post was kind of a desperate um, action. <laughs> I, um, I was carrying around this um, mm. this 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 burden um, of having seen some sexist comments mm. on on posts on the Jomez Facebook page, and I had contacted Jomez about these comments, and I reported them, and I did everything you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I figured, oh, those guys are so cool. They would be appalled to see Mm. guys uh, writing that kind of stuff on their page. And they're going to take it down and they'll be apologetic and make sure that I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But none of this happened. I I tagged Jomez in comments. I sent them a direct message on Facebook. I sent them an email and it was just kind of ignored and... Mm. That hurt more than the comments themselves, mm. and I didn't know where to go with with yeah. all those feelings. And I didn't even know if that group was the right place for it, because sure. usually there aren't a lot of political topics discussed there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed an outlet somewhere, and I thought, well, they're going to take it or leave it, and maybe I'll get some <laughs> some sympathetic <laughs> comments, maybe some comments disagreeing with me. That right. happens too sometimes, yeah. but... It needs to get out somewhere. So that's why I posted that.
0: Yeah, well, like I said, it's so important. And, you know, reading through all of the the comments, this is not isolated, right, to this particular um, post that you brought light to. Uh, This is something that we've all experienced a lot just in the community. and, And I think... That we're going to see actually a lot of discussion and a lot of change due to your post, which is phenomenal. Um, Yeah, what are? And I
2: wouldn't have expected that. I I didn't. Mm. Sorry to interrupt, but I I didn't think there would be a lot of comments, and I just needed to vent. And I didn't think that people would be taking action like this. So I'm actually pretty overwhelmed and grateful too.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that, and I think that speaks to such a good point because when it's not talked about a lot of us can feel sort of alone in our feelings right like maybe i'm just overreacting or maybe this is just me but by putting it out there it shows that it's it's so common and it's something that so many of us are dealing with and just again really needs to be talked about um yeah so what are what are some action steps what are some things that that you think um that can happen in a positive way here so i think that
2: it helps just to make people more aware of this problem and just to get gain a critical mass of women complaining about this behavior because as you said we all see this stuff online all the time and maybe a lot of us think to ourselves well, that's just the internet, you right. know. That's just how things are. Right. But then I think if you continue this logic, well, you get harassed on the streets. You get harassed at the mm. workplace. Are you supposed to just avoid all those spaces yeah. to avoid harassment, or should we? Do we deserve to be free of of that stuff yeah. in all spaces of interaction uh, and society? Mm. So just having enough women uh, complain about this, I think, will make uh, some men think, because there are plenty of men who just aren't aware, but they mean well, and they don't know what's going on, and uh, they can be our allies and and want to be allies. And as far as um, the comment sections go, I think the the page hosts Mm -hmm. like Jomez need to uh, make sure they moderate those comment sections. Yes. That's it. And I've read plenty of comments uh, from people who, who run their own forums yeah. and pages, and they, they say that it's not that hard to do, and Jomas should have the resources to do this. Yeah. And yeah, so Absolutely. that's important just to keep those spaces um, safe for women. I would understand if, if, they, if something slips through because they can't have their sure. eyes on everything or so, right. but at least if they would acknowledge to a female fan who makes them aware of this, like, oh, yes, we see the problem, so sorry, uh, we're going to try to take care of it, please understand that we can't right. do it completely, but we're working and maybe we should get another uh, staff member or so, but thanks for your message or
0: anything, right. you know? Yeah, absolutely. I- <laughs> co completely that's fantastic um so yeah tell me well i've got you a little bit more about your disc golf life and and your disc golf journey and disc golf there in germany
2: oh wow that's a big question yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
2: i started playing disc golf about three and a half years ago my my dj partner at the time because i'm also a dj okay. he showed me uh disc golf he was talking about it constantly mm-hmm. and. Talking about how when he, like we were playing on Saturday night, and he would tell me that he was gonna get up the next morning to play, and I'm like, "What? You're gonna get up early after this (laughs) to do what?" (laughs) So um, he kind of got me into it, and um, I got stuck on the sport and got addicted just because it's so nice to be outside and and not just walk around and be bored, but to do something (laughs) fun and. And there were super cool people here in Potsdam. Uh, It's near Berlin in the city where I live. Um, It's a very cool community. Actually, I haven't experienced harassment on the course here, um, which is why I was even more shocked by Mm -hmm. seeing that on Jomas because Jomas represents that culture to me also of, you know, just being cool and casual and, you know. Um, And disc golf in Germany is growing too. There are lots of uh, courses being built not all of them are um, tournament-style uh, 18-hole courses, which um, you know is kind of an asterisk to that. But a lot of people have started playing during the pandemic because mm-hmm. it's such a good um, contact-free right. outdoor sport. So we see a lot of people on the course, and yeah, there are tournaments and stuff. So there's a growing scene here, I would say.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Are there other women playing out there with you?
2: Not, not much. Mm. I've there's one woman that I really like, um, and we play together sometimes. We are in the same circle of friends, mm. but I basically only play with guys. But mm. they are super non toxic, really great yeah. guys. Um, but I've seen women on the course lately, and I have also um, taken that step, which kind of takes some courage uh, to to speak to them and be like, yeah. "Hey, so you're out here playing, if so I'm... you're a woman." <laughs> 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 Um, and I've, I've I've created a, a chat group um, a messenger group um, that currently holds four women nice. and we've been trying to find a date to play around together yeah. it hasn't worked yet because we have crazy schedules sure. but the plan is already in the air
0: that's wonderful well that's that's how it starts i mean we've talked to so many women in that same situation where you just have a few and then you start playing and then you know a couple more join you and a couple more Mm -hmm. so that's fantastic but i think you touch on something like so important there because i i started i came back to the sport you know close to the same time you did and like Jomez and these other media companies, but especially Jomez is is my was my view into what was out there, right? Um because I just wanted, you know, when I got into disc golf to consume as much as I could and watching uh Central Coast Disc golf and Jomez and trying to find all the content I could, you know, those they whether they, you know, maybe understand it or not, they carry so much responsibility for getting the sport in front of eyes of the people. Um, and what they put out there and what they, you know, again, the comment section, like this really does impact people who really care about the sport or coming to the sport. And for some folks, probably, you know, especially women, they may see this and then just say it's not worth it. You know, like if this is going to be what the experience is going to be like, maybe I'm, you know, not really wanted here and and maybe I'll just go find something else to do.
2: Right. And even without um, offensive comments, uh, it's hard enough as a as a woman to get into a male dominated space like that. And that takes courage already, even if the men are super great. Right. But if there's a toxic environment as well, then that just makes it even harder. Yeah. And I talk to a lot of well-meaning men who are yes. super confused about the lack of women in disc golf, and right. they ask me like, "What's going on? Why? What? Why?" And <laughs> can't be the the male players, right? Because we're all super nice. I'm like, yeah, "Yes, you are." <laughs> right. But there's still some, you know, mansplaining yes. and just men being having a different attitude towards the sport, being very competitive sometimes, and. Yes that can be intimidating for a female beginner, especially maybe later when you get better, you, you're, you're super cool with uh, competition and you enjoy it as well. But when you get into it and you start playing with guys who are really good and chasing birdies and stuff, and you're like, Oh, play the six again on this par (laughs) three. And you just feel horrible. (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, and I think, you know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day too. Disc golf is such an individual sport right like when you go to play a team sport it's a little different because you've got this whole team that you're working with and the eyes aren't all on you but it takes a lot of right. courage when you're standing on that tee pad surrounded by guys you know who and are watching. all looking exactly. at you exactly <laughs> um that as much as we can influence the culture to make that a welcoming and okay place and and have more women playing that's really how we're gonna get more women involved
2: yeah And it's important to talk, to encourage women to get other women to play. Like I've been trying to get my female friends into the sport and, and just talking to women on the course. It it feels super silly. I feel super awkward being like, oh, just, oh, so you're a woman. I don't know if we (laughs) would like each other or we have compatible personalities, but I'm going to try to talk to you anyway, just because, yay, feminism, (laughs) you know that not all women maybe are interested in that kind of right. stuff. But my experience has been that they are super happy if yes. you talk to them. And they've been afraid to talk to you as well. Right. And like, why do we make it so hard yeah. on ourselves?
0: Oh, I love it. And yeah, yeah. And just thank you again so much for taking the courage and taking the step um, to make this post. I think we're going to, again, see more and more discussions about this. We've already seen some positive change. It's really exciting. Um, And I think, uh, you know, a lot of the top men pros in our sport are going to feel motivated to speak out more. Um, I'm seeing a lot of the touring pro women saying, yeah, this is a thing. This is an issue we need to talk about. So good on you, Sarah. And yeah, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me as well. Well, yeah, thanks
2: for the invitation. I'm happy to be on your podcast.
0: All right, and we're back. So I want to thank Sarah again for taking some time to speak with me. We're all in agreement that Sarah's the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We kind of all want to go to Germany and hang out with Sarah now. Um, but anyway.
3: So we want to visit you, Sarah. <laughs> yes.
0: And yeah listen to your djing and hang out and play some disc golf um so i do have an update jomez did finally respond um to sarah and i'm going to read their response that she posted publicly it says thank you sarah your commitment to this is very much appreciated i just want you to know that we are taking this seriously and we're creating an internal action plan to address and prevent this as much as possible moving forward We are learning new lessons every day and full of gratitude for people like yourself that help guide us to create safer digital environments for the whole community. Um, And it appears a lot of the comments that Sarah had screenshotted have been deleted. I know she reported a lot of them so I don't know if that's from Facebook and Instagram um, or if Joma has deleted them themselves. Um, all right, so let's, let's kind of dive in here. Uh, so I was heartened (laughs) to see in the comment thread, both Crispian and Steph, and I was like, Hey, I know them. (laughs) Um, so let's talk a little bit about why you were motivated to comment on Sarah's post. Let's, let's start with you, Steph. Um,
1: well, she kind of, what she was kind of calling out or like bringing to light in the post, it, it wasn't the first time I've, seen it like i've seen it before and kind of just chose to not do anything and to just kind of move past
0: yeah
1: um and i actually went and found like the post she was talking about and like there was more than just what she screenshotted yeah like it was it was even worse than that um and then like once you get into some of the sub threads it gets even worse and it was just mind-blowing and On Facebook, like, I'm personally a top fan of Jomez. Like, I follow Jomez. I like their posts. I share their posts because I want to grow exposure to disc golf. So I support that. And I was just blown away. So, like, I had to not only comment on the Disc Golf for Women post, but on their post. Yeah. Just being like, hey, why is this happening this way? Like, yeah, it just, it blew blew my mind, even though I've seen it before, that it just was getting... Like kind of ignored mm. to such a point that it was that getting that bad on one single post.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you, crispy And what what kind of drew you in there?
1: Uh, well, honestly, part of it was
3: was uh because I'm I'd kind of taken a Facebook break. Um, yeah. Here and there, and, and and as you know, I hadn't been terribly active the last couple of years until recently again. And what I would do is I you know do the things I need to do for some group you know group that I'm an admin for, et yeah. cetera And then. I would scroll for like five minutes and I happened to see that Steph had commented on that and I love Steph and Steph and I, I think have a lot of similar life views from obviously the conversations that we've had as friends and um, you know, experiences and whatever. And so when I saw that she commented, that's what drew me in. And I saw, and I started to read the original post and I'm like, man, this girl, Sarah is hitting my jam because (laughs) I know that sounds terrible. Oh, my sexism jam, but. But point being is, you know, that this is something that my husband and I were talking about. For better or for worse has always been kind of a part of me since, like, yeah. I was 11 years old. All I right. had this drive to just say this isn't okay. Yes. And I'd gotten really kind of complacent um, out of fear of reprisal. And yeah. when I when – I, because, I, because I've because I've – unfortunately, I, I had to get off Twitter because of some really scary things that happened. I've yeah. had nasty memes made about me on Facebook. I mean, you know, and so when that kind of thing happens – it kind of sets your trigger point a little bit lower. And so I had to take a step back and then seeing stuff, you know, and I'm reading this post and same thing. I'm thinking like, God, I know we've talked about this before. I mean, there was even a gal on the post that said, Hey, Crispy, haven't we gone back and forth about this on yeah. disc golf humor? I think or one of those websites right. because there was, you know, something that was posted and, you know, so it's, just, it, it, I think st- seeing Steph comment on it. And then when she said, you know, Hey, why don't, you know, she kind of made a suggestion, like, why don't we all go? And, you know, she, was able to post where she went and you know called it out and it kind of went from there obviously and yeah. you know between between all of us disc golf for women Sarah Krieg we all know enough people that you know <laughs> meeting everybody on there we all know enough people that eventually it just had hit, hit a critical mass point yeah. so yeah.
0: let's be kind of real and frank about why this matters because a lot of people, and obviously in our <laughs> social media world these days, it's like, hey, these are just words. And you know, you should just ignore the trolls and, and all of these things. So I'm about to say some words and I hope that everyone knows these words. And we have some wonderful male listeners to the podcast, but I'm going to put it out there in case there is anyone that doesn't know how every woman is coming at these sorts of comments um, and then things that happen in real life too. At a very base minimum, there is not a woman that you know that has not experienced being objectified by someone that was more powerful and stronger than her. And that's your base minimum. Also your base minimum is that there is not a woman at least myself or anyone that i know that does not at a base minimum at least know a woman who has been a victim of sexual violence so that's heavy stuff (laughs) and i recognize that is hard to bring up and that is a societal thing that is not just a disc golf thing but that that is the collective trauma that we're bringing here and Also, let's be frank, there's lots and lots of men that have also been made to feel powerless by someone that was stronger by them, that has experienced sexual trauma themselves. And I think it's a lot of these men that perpetuate a lot of these comments and then far worse things as well. I want you to get healed and healthy and free, but I also want you to stop harassing women. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know when we talk about the disc golf community, this is our, this is our community. This is our shared environment. And, you know, like Sarah talked about, like it it is a male dominated space and we want everyone to feel free and respected and able to enjoy the sport and enjoy the environment. But (laughs) there's this reality that we see these comments, over and over again and again we can get into this a little bit more too but it's not just comments it's been worse um so i i don't know it's it's kind of hard to know to go where to go from that
1: um
0: so the you know one of the places that comments get really out of control are on you know like the youtube chat right during the disc golf pro tour And I've had a YouTube ban hammer that was (laughs) bestowed upon me by the Disc Golf Pro Tour, I don't know, sometime in the last two years, just to help administrate and, you know, moderate when I'm available, and I'm not always available. And a lot of the things you don't see are, are pretty gross. There are women, when they play, I know for sure the types of comments we're going to see, and that is by no fault of these women they're just showing up to play a sport um i wish you
3: could see me shaking my head right now yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and you know today i was in the the chat room for the final six holes of fpo and it was great it was generally extremely positive it was wonderful but this morning i entered the chat i made my presence known and that helped a little bit. But as soon as Hannah was there commentating, stuff went super south. Um, so I think anyone who's in the disc golf community who looks at Facebook posts, who looks at the YouTube chat will be shaking their head too. We know that this is a thing
1: yeah i mean um what it's been within the last six weeks that uh katrina allen created a private yes. instagram for women only um for like this exact exact reason yeah. um they like women can't seem to even be present um in a lot of spaces not just disc golf without uh falling victim to like unwanted comments especially yes. the sexual ones like right. it's it's very ridiculous
0: yeah and,
3: you know, and then not even, and I know it's obviously a lot of it has been sexual, but just the straight up uh, undercover misogynist as in I'm going to put you in your place. Yes. You're wrong. What you're seeing isn't happening. Yes. Um, your feelings are invalid. You yeah. don't have a sense of humor. It it goes even, you know, deeper to uh, that. When someone makes a sexual comment, that's pretty blatant. You can figure that out. Mm-hmm. But All that other stuff is so undercover that... Yeah. Takes people really thinking about others' perspectives, and kind of as you said, what's going on in that person's history and their collective yeah. experience. You know, my husband and I were talking about why I'm so get so emotional sometimes about this, and yeah. and you know, it's it's the cumulative effect of absolutely of 41 years.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um like we keep saying, it's not just in disc golf. When you deal with it at work, yeah. on the way to work, at the store like maybe some people are dealing it with dealing with it in their homes like right. it is really hard and like disc golf isn't the only hobby i've had where um this kind of comes up cuz like example i used to play more magic the gathering mm. and i'd go to purchase supplies and have guys like ask me out on dates so they could teach me how to play and like things i just didn't <laughs> need so right <laughs> this is just kind of a thing that seems to happen where like yeah that men do the thing i I hate saying it's not all men we know that but sometimes that thing happens where they're like oh i need to teach you i need to like take you under my wing and i'm more powerful than you so let me guide you and you just that's where mansplaining comes in like that's the mansplaining portion of it
3: yep i just say people always think that like then and if you say you know, the, you kind of went down the hole, as my husband, I say the rabbit hole. I, keep, I hate to keep mentioning him, but I've known him 25 years. <laughs> so we have a lot of talks. That um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he is awesome. And he's definitely a female ally. Um, but, you know, going down that rabbit hole of, okay, here, let me help you. And then what yeah. that, what that really is saying. Right. And yeah. i on plenty of occasions, but well, you're taking that way too far. If yeah. That's not what was happening. Right. And it's like, no, really though, think
0: about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the three of us really, really love disc golf. <laughs> so we're, we keep coming back, right? Yeah, absolutely. But there are, these, there are lots of women, no doubt, that I know, that have been in these situations. And it's just like, well, this just isn't worth it, you know? And yeah. when we get asked why don't more women play, it's like, well, these male-dominant spaces are hard to get into to begin with. But let's just start with, you know, the comments. And like <laughs> it got, you know, into this whole free speech discussion. And I think there's something to be said for sometimes, you know, letting the people say what they're going to say because then it's like, okay. Well, now I know what you really think, so I'm going to make sure to not play with you, and that's totally uh-huh. fair. But you just showed me who you really are. <laughs> exactly. But silence is complicit. And well, here's, okay, so but yeah, go
3: ahead. I'm sorry. I just have to tell you this because it's crazy that you said that I literally the phrase that has been running through my head all day because you said, you know, we were kind of all thinking about what what this was going to be like for us today. And the phrase that kept coming through my head is at what point does complicity become or complacence become complicity? Right. At, At what point do I then start to become complicit, complicit in this situation? Yeah. At what point do does my husband or any other man who maybe isn't a bad guy, but doesn't say something, at what point are they then complicit in it?
0: And like, let's make it really, really simple. Like Sarah, what sparked this? It was like, oh, my experience so far in disc golf has been great. I love Jomez. Obviously someone's gonna say something and no mm-hmm. one says anything. And there's this like kind of prevailing wisdom of don't feed the trolls. Just ignore it. I'm sure all three of us growing up were taught that, right? Like just ignore yeah. him. He'll go away. But Absolutely. Especially when... Oh, and if you throw
3: sand in your face, he likes you. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we can get more into the cultural aspects of this for sure. <laughs> but when you are in a being the public face of a, of a sport and we can talk about how much responsibility you really have, but there is this reality that if you're silent over and over again about these things, they don't know your intentions. Someone just coming to, like, I worry about this all the time, like early on when I was coming into the YouTube chat, like some female who's just like, oh, I kind of picked up disc golf and hey, this is live. This is really cool. They come in and see the comments. No one says anything. No one corrects that person. They don't know. They don't know that the Disc Golf Pro Tour has really, really good intentions for women. They just don't. And I think it's at the point where, you know, not to sound harsh, but if we can't moderate the comments, if we can't make declarations that, hey, you know what? We're not okay with misogyny here and you need to know that. If those kinds of statements are being made, if we're just letting stuff go over and over again, maybe the the chat doesn't need to be on. Maybe the comments don't need to be on because it is causing real harm, both for women and for the sport. Um, And
3: you know what, and for men, misogyny hurts men. And that's the other piece to this is that, you know, if we want to bring male allies in, you know, they have to understand that this hurts them just as, you know, not in the same way, but just as much again, cumulatively as it hurts us. Right. You know, it, it, it tells us that the dad who stays home and takes care of his child because of the wife, I mean, you know, you go into all the social stuff, that's what it does is that that continues to tell us that this is the role you have, this is the role that you have, and it hurts all of us.
0: Absolutely. Well, and I think with that too, we also need to give people the space to change. Something that I also worry about a lot is perpetuating what's happening. It hurts to feel powerless. These, you know, microaggressions and macroaggressions are, are painful. But if we just do the same thing back to these guys, I don't know that we're solving anything.
2: Yeah,
1: that that definitely does not... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Not so right, like we shouldn't go out now and objectify men and then be like, "Yay, we fixed it!" Right. Yeah. I know, it was so awesome. But, <laughs> but that's not how we fix fix this. Yes, we need to speak up, but we also need to give people space that a, a lot of guys just don't know, right? Or a lot of guys are just looking for a place to belong and are like. Oh, I'm so tired of having to speak up every time my friend Billy is just being a jerk, you know, or whatever the case may be. Um, Really, the ultimate goal here is just mutual respect and a safe place for everybody um, to be able to enjoy the sport. But if we're never calling it out, if we're just ignoring it, if we're just pushing it off to the side, that's not really solving anything either.
3: It's balance. And, you know, that's... (laughs) I was uh, having a discussion with somebody and we literally just kept going back back to that well but if you say something but if you don't say something but if you say something <laughs> right. you know and and it is it's yeah. finding that balance of okay now I say something now you know better right if you choose to do something with that knowledge I'm I'm there for you homie right if you choose not to you know then then chances are if you say it again in front of me I'm still going to call you out <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> And no, there, exactly. And there's going to be certain people that need to be removed from the community, either for a while or forever. And that's, that's just how it is. Like, if you are actually acting on these words that you're putting out there, then that's, you don't get to be a part of the community anymore. You know, like, we can't also just allow people to continue to hurt others. Um, and it just takes, I think, a real effort from everyone to be aware like something i was thinking about uh when i woke up at 2 a.m this morning i was thinking about this episode um (laughs) but i was thinking about racism and like i don't want to be racist no one wants to think to themselves boy i'm racist this feels good because it feels terrible but because people pointed things out to me because i learned things over the years cuz i listened to all these voices i realized there is absolutely racism in me it is a result of the culture and the systems that i grew up in but hopefully with that recognition i can check myself each day and keep working on myself to make a you know more loving more accepting better community and better society and i think that's ultimately what it comes down to
1: uh definitely i think i think with like feminism specifically a lot of women don't realize how they have their own internalized misogyny and so sometimes like um the specific jomez post that kind of sparked this is a good example of where even a lot of women were quick to blame it on the girl being yes. featured and choices yes. she had made uh, with her clothing and her personal okay. life when that has zero, zero to do yes. with it at all.
0: Yes. Yep. Now, that's such an important point. Like, Crispy and I you know, were kind of joking. I was like, the last time I was at Rosedale, there was a whole group of men with sh- they didn't have their shirts on. And I was able to, you know, be respectful <laughs> and not make catcalls sure at me. them. It was amazing. <laughs> And and that's the thing that yeah. I worry about, too, is that kind of with, you know, some of the, the reactions from these companies and stuff, we're not asking you to stop supporting women. We're not asking you to, like, take that post down. That's not the issue. Like, the issue is that we need to be able to look at, you know, a woman and, and talk about the disc golfing and not, you know, resort to all of these just really gross over the line comments.
3: Yep, we can all have thoughts. It doesn't mean we have to put them out there for everybody. Right. For sure. Yeah, I know exactly. You, well, you don't have to. You don't have to put those words out there in the world. Yeah. You know, and and I think you remember me. You guys both probably remember me saying on that on the Disc Golf for Women post. You know, um, replace sexism with racism. Yeah. Would there have been a different response? And the other thing is, you know, is that you know I made the statement, and I'll say it again. You know, even if they hadn't taken down any comments, even if they left them up. And you know, did whatever, some sort of statement of intolerance was, was much is would be much right. more well-received than silence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know,
3: a simple statement of, we don't tolerate this, this is not, I mean, for goodness sakes, what was it, a disc golf pro Tour made the, the, you know, BLM, yes. um, comment, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. a, that's i don't i'm trying to think of the word i want to say that can actually be said on the air that's a brave move (laughs) yes um to do
1: that and they got pushback
3: but they still did it because they felt like it was the right thing
0: absolutely
1: yeah i think it was last week and i watched Mm -hmm. the live coverage and when he was making the statement Like one of the first chats was like, "Oh, we don't experience racism in disc golf," and then like all the other chats were racist. So it's like, "What are you talking about? It's right there." Like I have to hide the chat. I can't stand seeing this. Like, right? Didn't you say, Steph, your racism is showing or something? (laughs) Yeah. Like I posted a thing that, like, uh, on my Facebook that was like, "Uh, it's right there" because it's just like this this issue with sexism in disc golf where everyone wants to ask. How do we get more women in the sport or why don't more women play? But no one wants to actually pay attention because even just last night when I was hanging out with a friend, I saw on an Innova post, I I saw it last night, I don't know what day it was from, it was just a post with a girl throwing and a guy had commented about how hot yoga pants are and a guy corrected him and was like, oh, this is why my wife doesn't want to play in public. And the guy changed his tune to, well, yoga pants aren't appropriate at all. When <laughs> 10 seconds oh ago, my they were. God. it reminded me of being single and like getting a message where it's like, right. hey, you're hot. I want to hang out with you. You want to be my like, hey, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And they go straight to, well, you're ugly anyway. You're going right. to die alone. It's, it's just, it's, it's there. Like, yep. that's kind of the bad thing about social media is it it gives people access to make these comments but it does give us also access to see that this is what's happening and this is the environment we're yeah. creating and we need to remember someone mm-hmm. who's new that's just getting into disc golf they're not gonna go straight to the course to meet people they're gonna go to those facebook groups and those mm-hmm. media pages and yeah. instagram pages that's where they're gonna go to figure out what they want to do and who they want to play with and it's a turnoff, yeah, if yeah. especially sensitive to these kind of issues you know
3: as you said Steph I mean if that's their first foray yeah and 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 in a male-dominated sport if that's your first foray you know with thank goodness there's a lot of you know women's groups out there now but you know you're gonna walk away because you're not yet as passionate about it maybe or you're not as as intertwined with the community maybe
0: and I don't know how we solve the defensiveness um I think it's something you just have to accept that it's human nature. (laughs) Like anytime someone's corrected, there's that kind of gut response of being like, you know, how dare you come at me? Um, Mm -hmm. And hopefully then we can like deescalate and move on. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it is crazy that, you know, some of the posts then calling out misogynistic comments get more comments than the misogynistic comments themselves right <laughs> and then it turns into this whole like pc culture and can't you take a joke and then all of these microaggressions and for the reasons you know we've discussed like you are not entitled to to be a jerk because you don't want to deal with politically correct culture um well, and that drives me crazy i don't think people
1: uh, pay attention enough too, to like what freedom of speech actually means. Right, uh, You can say whatever you want and you don't go to jail for it. That doesn't mean you <laughs> face zero consequences out in the real world at all. If you say hateful things, whether your comment gets deleted or someone calls you out, those are consequences. You're still right. living a life where like, you have freedom of speech because you said the thing and you're still there. You're not in jail. Right. You didn't get killed for it. Like Absolutely. People... People act like having their comment deleted on like kind of a private platform to begin with. Like Facebook isn't, right? You know, whatever. That's it's a company. Like that, you're really suffering a very minor consequence for saying something that's very hateful yep. and disrespectful. So, like, it's really not that big of a deal in regards to like yeah. the Constitution.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> that you pointed that out honestly, because that is the biggest. Well, it's it goes from can't you take a joke to free speech is usually what ends up happening. Yeah. Yeah. And and as you said, I mean, you're, there are consequences. We're not, you can go stand anywhere you want and yell that lady disc golfers suck, you know, but you don't get to do it here because you can go do that out in the world. Right. You still get to slap your lips.
0: Well, and then that gets into this gaslighting that happens, right? Where you... That doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> <where> it's <laughs> gone. It it's your fault that your feelings are hurt. It's mm-hmm. your yeah. fault that you're coming at this with all of your background history of sexual violence. Like you
3: just want to be made mad. You just want to get hurt. You're just exactly. looking for trouble.
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Or you well, like, you dressed like that. You were asking for it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: And in
0: disc golf, this is a real issue because. Right. Right. We're, even when you're dressed according to PTGA code, like an athlete, that might not be acceptable enough for some people, apparently, <laughs> based on the way that that they react. And
3: disc golf. thing. Well, if, go, if anybody's ever played disc golf in 105 degrees right. in the Midwest. Like, come talk to me then about what I'm wearing.
0: And because, <laughs> and because women are coming with all of this collective baggage, collective trauma, disc golf is unique that it is an individual sport, and that makes it even more scary. Because if you're on the tee pad and all eyes are on you, uh, you know, I think that's part of the reason. Like, it I think it's easier to go join a team sport as a woman, you know, like a woman's team because you've got everyone there with you, right? Um, yeah. It doesn't feel as exposing as often our sport is. You know, that's that's just the reality of it.
3: Yeah. Can I, I just want to say, that, like, on a personal level, and you can, you know, I, I take it or leave it, but, you know, I tend to wear a lot of leggings and whatever, and yeah. I've always said, I mean, then I wear, like, tearaway pants over them usually if it's cold, because they're comfortable, and right. I don't like to be restricted. And... You know, whatever. And that being said, I have had a lot of comments made about Mm -hmm. certain aspects of my figure and well intended, and I'm going to put that in quotations or not, meaning, oh, I'm paying you a compliment. There have been times, and I'll use an example, is when I run across a group of mob golfers, it's almost always all guys or one or two guys, and they let me play through. I am so conscious of whether or not they're staring at my butt because at least two or three of them have either said something or I know they know somebody who said something or fill in the blank. And and as you said, that's an extremely and and you guys know me. I mean, I'm an extremely strong willed, self-assured person. And even I'm like up there like, "Ah, ah, ah, what do I, you know, because I have that in my head like they're completely, you know, and I just I don't think I don't think that that's something that's not going to happen because people are people and human beings have urges and feelings. But the reality is, is that because of that, as you said, that culture around that, because it's been said so many times, it sets us all up to then be anxious and nervous and already kind of have that set point at a certain place.
0: Right. So for good intentioned men, let's talk about some things (laughs) that you can do. I know it's really frustrating because it's like, I just don't even know what to say. But I promise you it's not that hard. It's okay to just not talk about a woman's appearance to her. She's going to be okay. I promise. (laughs) She's going to feel much, much more like you value her when you say things like, Hey, nice shot. And you leave it at that. And it's not, mm-hmm. hey, nice shot. Would you like to know how that could be better?
1: <laughs> or that was actually a good shot or actually you're pretty good. Right. I hate the actually. The yes. it sometimes. <laughs> like it's a shot. Right.
0: And I, I, I mean, I got to give a shout out to the many men that I have been on cards with that just do this perfectly you know and it absolutely has happened to me where it's just like I know I made a good shot they say it I'm like yeah it feels good I'm glad we're celebrating this moment together you know like that is okay but I gosh I can't tell you how many times I've seen this over the years too where a man will compliment a woman's shot and then feel like that gives him license to say something about her body no. <laughs> like, just
1: stop. Sandwich. Here, let me throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, it works if you do it this way. It's like, or you could just not. Just stop. Just nodding is always an option.
0: And I get it. Like, there's women I play with that I see potential in. And I'm like, I want to tell you all these things about how you can be better because you're going to be amazing. You know, so it's not like you're coming from a bad place. But if a woman wants some help, she will ask you. That's it. Just don't worry about it. It's fine. Like no woman's gonna be mad if you say that was good shot. Even you know, like people compliment um, FPOs form. That's fine. Form is totally a thing in disc golf. It is okay to talk about women athletes like athletes. That's okay. It's okay to critique them. <laughs> Like, that's <laughs> fine, you know, like, just like we do with the male pros. And that's just a thing about sports, right? That like, oh, man, I think that shot really got into her head there. that That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just when you cross the line <laughs> that we're going to make it about her body or make it about weakness or make it about any of these things that then just perpetuate all this other stuff that we're dealing with.
3: You mentioned weakness, and I think that's the, you know with the with the YouTube post that I think that was uh, uh, Holly Finley, you know, yes. and, and a certain gentleman, and it, it he was in I guess in his own way talking about form, but it really went into really a diatribe about mm-hmm. all how basically <laughs> all women golfers suck. Yeah, and yeah. that was the real intent of that comment. Let's right. be honest, it wasn't form. It was here now have a platform to go name by name and he named what seven eight nine people (laughs) name by name and tell you what I think about all these women golfers which then to me again shows your colors that what you're doing is really looking to put women in their place
0: and why you know and again I think if I put on my psychologist hat not that I have a degree in psychology (laughs) but that I can only think that they're trying to be made they're trying to feel big because they've been made to feel small right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And like that. I mean, hey, I have
3: a master's degree in social work. So yes, right? that's true. Awesome. Hurt people hurt people. That's how that works. So
0: much. And that, you know, that phrase is what has gone through my mind over and ag- over again this week of hurt people hurting people. And so again, like with some of these solutions, there are so many ways to attack this in a positive way. And it includes affirming men. Like, we can't just pick you know put on our feminist hats and be like men suck oh well you know like that doesn't really fix anything but we can you know do this affirmation and respect both ways and make things better
3: Steph I want to ask you a question because I know your your uh spouse you know I met it you know obviously met him enough times he seems really really supportive do you think that there's something that he that triggered him to be such a supporter or i mean because i i just see it in him so much you know he's so he's
1: Um, it's probably good news how
0: would he? yeah
1: (laughs) so right when we both started getting into like competitive play at all like even leagues like diva league was kind of the first thing we saw out so i Mm. don't know if that's why and Mm. it, it might just be too like he's not a female player so he doesn't experience it as much as i do but he plays events that i play and hears comments like when yeah. he plays with like there was a particular tournament a couple of years ago where every single card at that tournament was a card of five so there was backups upon backups upon backups mm-hmm. and like my card was three of us wreck women and two rec men and one of the rec men was no offense hands down like through the shortest throws was taking the most strokes and mm. taking the most time, but still the card behind us were that's where Brett was. My husband, one guy was talking about how like women shouldn't be allowed to play the same tournaments as men because it slows the whole tournament down. Mm. Wow. So like he doesn't need me to even come to him and say, ha oh, babe, here's right. what I experienced today. He's hearing it and experiencing it in one way or another himself. Mm-hmm. And then being involved with like the divas it's just kind of easy to want to support yeah yeah the the, the place that needs the support Mm -hmm. not that men's disc golf isn't important and disc golf as a whole doesn't need the support but there's Mm -hmm. definitely less women at turn. like there's tournaments i've played like i can't even in my mind count some of my pdga wins like on my career wins because i was the only female in the entire tournament i have some of those trophies <laughs> yeah. it's like i guess it counts it's up there it makes my ratio of wins to events look good but it's not
3: really <laughs> yeah in reality i've only had like three
1: actual wins <laughs> yeah like, sometimes i have to go back through and like click on the different tournaments i've won and see like was that a w- against one person or was it two people like because there's just so few women, it's a lot different than like guys usually always have like 15 plus, if not 40 plus right. in their division. So, I tell you, I tell you, my dude asked me today. He said,
3: you know, because he he, um, I'll be honest, my husband is a hermit and he also works 5,000 hours a week. Right. So a lot of times he's not around when I'm playing, but he so he doesn't see a lot of it. But he's like, I'll do whatever you need me to do, babe. And he's like, What do I need to do? And I. Just, you know, and as you said, yeah, some of it's just being there and, and, you know, whatever, but I think it's also men calling out other men. And I think that's really important. Um, and that's really hard for women to do. So think about how hard, you know, or for That yeah. that's hard for men to do. So think about how hard it is for women to do that, right. you know, and the research is very, very clear from like the business world that men listen to other men.
0: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I think, our
0: and I think we can, you know, talk about some positive action steps. Uh, Piggy Attaway, posted a wonderful thing oh, in the Disc Golf no, for better. Women that I'm going to share, um, you know, ahead of this uh, release of this podcast um, that has just so many good action steps. So read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the Ladies of the Chains um, Facebook page. It's public. You'll be able to see that. So one of the things that I think is going to be really helpful in this is, is exactly kind of to your to y'all's point. Is the more men that players respect saying something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Eric it's Oakley. P- That's not cool. Right. Eric Oakley put out a thing, which is awesome because there are gonna be some men that will listen to other men that are not gonna listen to women. And it, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's logical, right? If somebody already is having some issues with women and issues with mm-hmm. making harassing statements that they think should be fine. You know, like, why are these women all getting mad at me? It's their fault, not my fault. When someone they respect says something, that is going to carry so much more weight. And so, yeah, I would just encourage all the guys. I don't want you to, like, get in fist fights or whatever, but just be like, hey, that's not cool. You know, like, I've been challenged again to my, you
3: know.
0: Yeah, like, I've been challenged myself with some of my friends that I know are well-meaning and I know their hearts are good. And they will tell a racist joke and I'm getting in the habit of being like, you know, it's just not cool. We shouldn't do that. And -hmm. then that's it. And hopefully they think next time about whether or not they, you know, tell that joke. Or maybe they ask me, dude, Becca, why? Like, what's the big deal? And I could say, well, hey, here's some things about why that's a big deal. And I think that's when we start seeing change. And that's when we start creating a more, you know, accepting, safe environment for people. Um, And I think we just need to be aware that it's going on too, because we've talked a lot about words, because that's kind of what spurred this whole thing. But again, there are men that take action on these words. Mm. Sometimes it's just online bullying with direct messages or online stalking or whatever the case may be. But it spills over into real life. This does happen. You need to be aware. You need to know that it's a thing.
3: I'm sorry. I just, and we don't even need to go to that. You know, the reality is, is yes, it is a thing. And that's the worst possible end of that spectrum. Yes. But it's, you know, we also need to understand that words actually do matter. Yeah. Like from a psychological, sociological perspective, words color your, you know, your bias comes out in your words and it colors how you treat people and it colors what your views are and when you say words to someone, they can actually do harm. You know, there's this, yeah. this, you know, saying that it's easier, you know, it's um, I think easier to, to break a child than it is to build up an adult. Yeah. And, and what they're talking about is words when you break somebody yes. down with words,
0: Absolutely. Um, so just support one another out there, you know, and say nice words. <laughs> yeah, say nice words. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like the, you know, to your exact point, Crispian, like words are powerful. Like, don't be afraid to say affirming things. Just not mm-hmm. about the booty. You know, <laughs> like, that is not actually affirming. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> say yeah. affirming words about the actual disc golf thing or about someone's kind action someone having class on the course you know someone having good Mm -hmm. sportsmanship all of these things are perfectly okay and wonderful to talk about
3: yeah yeah well and I think that that really is as much as we laugh about that's the funny thing is like I know that we've all heard it like that I you know oh I thought you would think that was funnier I thought you would think that's flattering or you know um you know and I there once again Once somebody knows, so if somebody tells you something hurts them, yes, you can't tell them that they're wrong, you know, and, and another lady disc golfer and I were having a discussion about that and she, you know, said that. And of course I've heard that and, you know, and, and just kind of, again, sticks, you know, so if you can say those good things, like you said, and, and be affirming, you know, I'm proud of you that this was your first tournament and even, you know, and you don't even have to say, even though, but you know, in your head, I mean, that person may have thrown 150 throws. Right. Right. Because I've done it. Well, um, 121, I think, was my max. But anyways. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you stuck it out. Right. Well, That's all you need to say.
0: But let's build up, not tear down. Be aware that there are things happening in your community. Call it out when you see it. You know, there, we make excuses a lot of times for family members, for friends. That's just Johnny being Johnny. Mm.
3: And He's always going to be like that. There's always going to be people like that.
0: Right. And recognize that Johnny might be taking action on some of those words and, mm-hmm. and believe it, believe women when they tell you. Um, and we can, you know, do better. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. You
3: kind of mentioned the topic of like self-reflection too, which is, I mean, you didn't necessarily say those exact yeah. words, but it's, you know, sort of examining like, oh gosh, I said this thing and now I realize better because I learned something yeah. new. And so having that ability to be self-reflective and being yes. willing to change your perspective on things, you know, like you said, allow for change, yeah. you know, so, so being able to be self-reflective and say, mm, this thing really isn't serving me or the people in my community. So I need to stop doing it.
1: Yep. Like something I had yeah. thought about was, uh, Back when Val Jenkins was inducted into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. uh-huh. there were lots of posts about her being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And a lot of those posts had comments commenting on her body. Yeah. Not all of the other things she's done for disc golf. Like that, right. her body has nothing other than she uses her body for disc right, golf. Yeah. It has no relevance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to she's disc a golf at powerful all. person. Yeah. 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 And I, like, I... Not that like any woman is like more important to me than another, but like she is just—it's so obvious like yes. what she's done for the sport. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that even her kind of fell victim to like those same kind of comments. And Cat uh, Allen kind of brought to uh, mm-hmm. my attention—I never really thought about it—that we also have like women under age in yes. our sport.
0: Yes. Oh God.
1: So like sexism is bad enough, and then if you are carrying over that same culture to women who aren't even 18. Mm-hmm. It, Here, let me indoctrinate you, it's right? It's a whole yeah. other area.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, there's this topic is so deep and broad. There's so much more to be talked about in terms of, I mean, you bringing up Val, you know, makes me think about her Innova contract and why she left. Mm-hmm. And just...
3: Parity yeah. equity and... Absolutely, sports, yeah.
0: you know, yeah. like,
3: and, and we've been fighting that for decades. Title nine has been a, a thing for how long? I mean, you know, I'd have to look it up. I know I sound, you know, uneducated, but decades. Yeah, we've been dealing with equity and parity in sports,
0: right? Absolutely. And it's not just our sport, but our sports, the Mm -hmm. one that we care the most about. (laughs) So that's why we want to do something. Our
3: sport is a microcosm of the world. You know, the things that happen in the world still happen in our sport, whether we like to admit it or
0: not. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, but, and, you know, a a lot of these words then translate to all these bigger problems. Like it kind of starts with general attitudes and then it just can spiral from there into how much you know women actually are getting paid and how many views they get because of how many women we get in the sport that keep getting turned off from the sport by the words that people are using. And it's it's just this cycle. And everybody knows. We just need to like name it and claim it and really deal with it if we want to move forward.
3: When you say everybody knows, but I hate to say it, yeah. That's not true because I've I've had a sure. discussion with somebody where they told me women don't get women shouldn't get paid as much in disc golf because they don't bring in the, the viewers people right. don't nobody watches women's disc golf and I'm like you know who watches women's disc golf women so if right. we put the money and the time into it we build it then you're actually going to find out that right. that you know, there is a I hate to say it but everybody wants to know what's in it for me these days there's a profit in it right yep. you know take the time to really think about it. I mean, if you have to think about it from a business model, for goodness sakes, do it that way. I don't care. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And I I know I talk a lot because this is something that's very close to my heart. But I you you touched on this very, very quickly and very early on and I appreciate it, which Mm -hmm. is trauma. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if we want to talk about action steps and allyship, anybody in any any sport, any person in life can benefit from, from becoming what they call trauma informed, yes. which is having an understanding that if, and we all at this point have experienced a collective trauma yeah. in this world, you know, whether you want to admit it or not, but you know, if, if you are informed that anybody could probably be a victim of trauma, that is going to inform how you treat them. Yes.
0: Absolutely. You know,
3: and my reactions and my husband and I've talked about this, my extreme reactions, yes. you know, which I've had very yes. recently to things stem from that. And I think if people understand that, I had somebody ask me about something, why I got so upset about something. And I said, because it goes back to, and I was able to say, you know, this is where it comes from. And I think that that's something that male allies or female, anybody can really benefit from is just really being informed of the fact that, as you said, every single woman that, you know, in this sport Mm -hmm. and, you know, Probably at least half of women in this sport know somebody who's been a victim of violence or has been a victim of Sexual violence, you know being informed of that in and of itself is going to make you a better ally
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you to both of you for for going through this You know difficult topic with me and I love both of you and I appreciate you (laughs) so much Um, And you're in my life because disc golf and that's fantastic and I, I look forward to future discussions amongst us, amongst the greater community at large. And hopefully, you know, we can just keep working at it, keep moving, keep working at being aware and, and trying to create um, a community that we can all be a part of and that can be very inclusive. So, thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, thank-, thank-, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. We'll be back in October for one more episode. It's been a weird year, y'all. I mean, that collective trauma that, you know, (laughs) Crispian's talking about. Boy, has it been a year. Take care of yourself. Be good to yourself. Be good to one another. Play some disc golf. We'll catch you next time here on Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf.